0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM
1: 89.3. And it's that time of the week again when we shine the spotlight on China. That's
0: right. So, from Evergrande's latest news to China expanding pilot schemes to tax residential and commercial property in cities, as well as the country being on high alert due to COVID 19 once again. And we have an online Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief for The Straits Times to give us an analysis of those headlines.
1: Now, uh, Don, China Evergrande Group has said on Sunday that it has resumed work on more than 10 projects in six cities, and this includes Shenzhen. Uh, this statement, of course, comes after it appeared to avert default with a last-minute bond coupon payment last week. What does this really mean for the company? Are things really looking up for them? Are they out of the woods just yet? Just how optimistic should people be here?
2: Hi, good morning. Well, it may sound quite positive, but Evergrande still has more than $300 billion in liabilities. So, even though it managed to pay off the coupon last week, that's just a matter of buying time and kicking the can down the road while it tries to find a solution to its problems, such as trying to find buyers for its assets so that it has money to pay off its creditors and its suppliers. So even though it has resumed building, it is still heavily in debt. And while it has said it has restarted work on 10 projects, it has nearly 800 projects around the country, and it's not clear just how many of these are still ongoing and how many have been halted. And while it has managed to stave off a default with this latest payment, there will be other deadlines coming up, and all eyes will be on whether it can cross those hurdles as well. So no, I wouldn't say that it is out of the woods just yet.
0: Talking about out of the woods, looks like property players in China might be in for more headwinds. So according to an announcement by the National People's Congress, China will be expanding pilot schemes to tax residential and commercial property in cities. And I'm just wondering, will this... Decision by Beijing pitched President Xi Jinping against deeply entrenched vested interests in the economy that's been fueled by decades of real estate development. How will all this shape up the next stage of China's
2: growth? It certainly wouldn't be a popular decision if you consider that many Chinese, including government officials, have multiple properties that they're not paying any taxes on. It's actually very common to hear of landlords leaving their properties vacant. And for government officials who have these investments, it's certainly about not drawing any attention to themselves and keeping a low profile. So you can imagine that they would be strongly opposed to such a plan. But now there seems to be political will to push this tax through. There are no specifics yet about when this pilot will start or in which cities. But it definitely is a key plank of President Xi's Common Prosperity Campaign as he tries to redistribute wealth and, as he said, regulate excessively high incomes. He has also, time and again, said housing is for living in, not for speculation. So he seems determined to get this tax going, despite the protests from even within the Communist Party. It is a significant move and will reshape China's economic model because local governments rely heavily on land sales and lease to developers to fund their budget. And many Chinese, not just the rich, have their savings parked in property. But China has been mulling over such a tax for years and years. And meanwhile, property speculation has shot through the roof and prices have skyrocketed. And this has, in essence, forced the government to finally act.
0: This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode.
1: Now, Don, uh, we are also seeing another outbreak of COVID-19 in various cities and provinces in China. And health officials are warning it will get worse. They're on high alert right now. Some 35,000 people, I understand, in Inner Mongolia were ordered on the weekend into lockdown in Egin County. Tourist sites have been shut in some cities, even public transport suspended. Yet we're talking about a very low rate, actually, of daily infections. Just 39 new cases yesterday in the entire country. Country. To what extent would you say China might be overreacting?
2: China's reaction to any flare up is to go in and instantly stamp it out because it still continues to have a zero tolerance policy towards COVID. So while other countries may have moved into a phase of accepting and trying to live with COVID, China is not there yet and is not ready for that yet because it is a country of 1.4 billion people and it has just about reached a vaccination rate of 80%. So imagine if there's a runaway infection, especially with the now dominant Delta variant. Officials here are not ready to entertain the thought of having tens of thousands of infections a day. Also, it is just less than 100 days to the Beijing Winter Olympics, so it really can't afford to let this get out of hand. So mass testing and lockdowns continue to be its protocol, and that's not going to change, possibly even until the Communist Party finishes holding its National Congress, which comes around once every five years, at the end of next year. Thanks very much for that,
1: Dawn. And that was Tan Dongwei, China Bureau Chief at The Straits Times. The Asian Insider Podcast Channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
0: Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.